everybody, welcome to our podcast. Dada, how everyone? And we're back together. I know, Woo! it's been such a long time. I know. So I did a podcast with my friend Stephen on ADHD, and then you did a really interesting podcast with your mum. Yes. Um, I, I laughed, I, I think because I know you. That's why I was laughing at certain things. And I don't know, it kind of shocked me some of the things your mum said. Because one thing I did always wonder about um, about your mum was why South Africa? Like I never, because, uh, you know, it's, is it fair to say it's an underdeveloped kind yeah, of? Yeah, it's a third world Especially country. when she, right? And when she yeah. moved there, especially. So it was interesting to hear her take on why she didn't choose America or Europe, especially as a Taiwanese person, because most Taiwanese people want to move to America, right? Yeah. And I think it's also because she said she didn't have money. So it's like she chose a place that she could make sure that she can make money. And mm-hmm. of course, there's a big area in South Africa. It's a, its own country called Lesotho. And they have lots of manufacturing, um, you know, warehouses. So, yeah. But I found your one really interesting. And I must be honest, I have always had empathy and sympathy for people who have ADHD. Mm-hmm. But when he, when your friend Steve was, Steve or Steven, I'm not sure. Steven. Was, Steven was talking about it. I um, I felt really sorry because sometimes I am like, no, you can't control it because my husband has ADHD and I am quite harsh with him. And mm. when he was talking about it, it's, it made me realize like, okay, yeah, it's something that they can't control, especially when he was saying that it's so disheartening when people at school keeps telling you that you have these issues and that there's something wrong with you, but you know that there's nothing wrong with you. I'm just yeah, worried. Yeah. Um, cause it makes me worry that my child is like that. Cause you know, I've had problems with her at school, but yeah, I've, I've really, and they do it. think it's genetic as well. Don't they? It is so, genetic. Yes. It, yeah. And it's usually mm-hmm. carried apparently by the mother. So, oh. um, you know, I don't think you have ADHD though. No, I don't, but I'm, no. I, I, um, you know, it's very rare that, it doesn't come from me. It could come from both parents. Like they say it's mostly passed from the mother, but you know, you never know. I I see a lot of, of Alec and Kira. So we will see Uh what happens. uh (laughs) Right. So this week we're just going to be chatting and having a bit of a catch up and talking about, I think adjusting to life because both of us have had a bit of a turnaround in life. And obviously I have a new baby. You've come back from South Africa and some things are changing. And like, I just think that um, it's good for us to catch up and kind of talk about adjusting in life. So how, how was your vacation? Let everyone Uh, know. It was lovely. I feel so happy. Every day I woke up really relaxed. I was like a different person. Because my husband even said, it's like, you're a different person. I was really excited. So I will just tell you, I left work a day early. I took one day leave and I literally will never do this again. I I booked a ticket for that evening, but I had to leave straight after work. And that was a nightmare because Mm -hmm. Alec had to bring all the bags with us. And then... He upgraded us, which was lovely, as a nice surprise for the family because we've been saving a lot of money. And Cathay Pacific just opened up their, not an advertisement, everyone, but Mm -hmm. just opened up their um, flights to South Africa. So everything was very low in price. So he updated us, upgraded us to business class seats because it was not that much of a difference from economy. Like he just thought, oh, wow, that's really 
cheap. We'll never get this Reasonable. again. We we yeah. try to um buy tickets again for next year and it's got shot up. Like I'm so shocked. <laughs> so we got yeah. very lucky and it was lovely. It was such a nice experience. Um being in the lounge and eating the food and then getting on airplane and yeah, it was lovely. And then getting back home, yes, I enjoyed it. I got to rekindle some things like my sister-in-law have, we've always been close, but the last few years we've drifted apart and it was really nice because we went for walks every day. I went up the mountain, like I got really active back into how I used to be because I mm -hmm. used to be very active and, you know, I got to spend some time with my mom. My mom is hard to get on with though. So we fought a lot and yes. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You say your mum's hard to get along with, but do you not think it's fair to say maybe sometimes you can be a little bit hard to get along with? So oh, then yes. this is the two of you. I think... like, you're just like, my mum is hard to get along with, so we fought. It's like, hmm, <laughs> how much of it is also you, Cheryl? <laughs> I have to be honest. I think it was probably me too because Alec would step in and be like, hey, you know, don't don't be so um, harsh with your mom." But it's really hard because I feel like yeah. she should know me at this age but I realize we don't live together, so it's something completely um, – we're growing together, I guess. Uh, and then, yeah, it's it was different. great. Yeah. And I can relate to that um, if we can – Yes, your like, mom was here. Your mom was here. Bobs, yeah. yeah. My mom came as well, and I was the same. <laughs> like, I have to be honest, she didn't annoy me that much. And one thing I always forget and then remember when I see my mum is we laugh so much to the point where we cry. Like we're crying with laughter and it hurts. And sometimes we don't even know what it was about and we can't remember, but we just have such a good laugh together. But sometimes she really irritates me. Like she was doing this weird thing, like staring at me. And she, if me and Colin were having a conversation, she would stare at the person that was talking like it was a tennis match and like waiting for their reaction. And like, but doesn't do it in a casual way, just looking. She's like this. <laughs> Sorry, Cheryl can see me. People yeah. listening can't. I mean, very over the top with my facial expressions. And and, I, and to the point, I was just like, will you stop doing that? It's really annoying. She's like, doing what? I'm like staring at me. She's like, oh, you're so horrible. I'm like, yeah. I'm not horrible. It's annoying. Yeah. And then one day she stared at me so bad, like she turned around and her head was stuck out. So I stuck my head back out at her. And then we both just burst out laughing. I was like, it's weird. But she doesn't realize she's doing it. So oh weird. Gosh. So a little snappy. One day she changed um Jarvis's diaper, and I know she was just trying to help, but it was a poopy diaper. And I wash his bum in the sink. I don't use wet wipes. She took the diaper off, and then I come in, and he's got shit all over his feet, all over the bed. And I'm like, why would you do that? She's oh like, gosh. oh, I'm helping you change it. And I was like, no, don't take the diaper off. I remove the diaper at the sink, and then I wash his bum. She's like, oh, I didn't know, and I know she was trying to help. Like they've got shit everywhere all over this baby. When you say it takes a, a village, it's so true. It was so nice to have her here and like just be able to hand her over and yeah. be like, oh, can you feed him? Oh, can you hold him a sec? Oh, can you do this a sec? Like the, the help you get from your family, I would love to have that every day. Yes, I, I must be honest. Like she looked like she really took the role of grandma to the next level. Like I could yeah, see nanny. She, she, she doesn't like grandma. Oh, okay. Nanny. nanny. Sorry, nanny. Um, <laughs> yes. So she looked so happy. I said to you that she's going to have a hard time leaving, but it seemed like it was hard, but you know, she, she still misses him. And yeah, I was looking at the pictures and looked so happy. Oh, there's Colin. Colin's got his, oh. your coffee. Oh, and it's the, 
Ooh, la la. It's not a venti. <laughs> Thanks, babe. I've got mine. No, I just got a large, but okay, that's fine. Um, yeah, I love how we both sorry, like. But... Oh, this is not right. Alec is like, can you not just say thank you? I'm like, I'm sorry, but I am I bossy. Know, I just say thank you. And how was your um, holiday? I see that not holiday, but you've been on maternity leave and. Mm. How have you been adjusting to motherhood? Because Very... you look like you're adjusting well. Um, I am. I just tired. I just yeah. struggle with the, the the tiredness. Really, anything else I can handle that doesn't bother me. It's the tiredness because I'm someone that used to sleep a good nine, ten hours every night. I like my sleep. I think sleep is so valuable. Um, I do think it is a, a superpower. I do think we need to sleep more. Um, and not being able to have consecutive hours of sleep can be difficult. So I was telling you this morning. So this is why me and Colin got into an argument the other night. And we, we're we not, well, it's not even an argument. It was just me being really bitter. So we have this um, arrangement where when he comes home, he does his dinner or whatever. We have dinner together or I have dinner. And then at half eight, I go to bed. So mm -hmm. around half eight, I go to bed and then I wake up at half two. And then that gives me five hours, consecutive hours of sleep so that I can continue and feel a bit more with it, you know? Yeah. And I can continue sleeping after, but um, we, at the moment, sometimes we sleep in the same bed, but really rare. So he'll be in the living room. We've got a really comfortable sofa. So for those hours, he'll do whatever he wants and then he'll sleep, feed the baby, sleep, whatever. And I'll be having the consecutive hours sleep. Then we swap and then he comes and gets a good six hours or seven hours consecutive hours while I'm on the sofa having the broken sleep so we're both getting consecutive hours of sleep but also broken sleep so we're still tired and I know I should appreciate that because still there's so many mums that wouldn't have that mm -hmm. but he came home and he decided to cook himself dinner which is fine took it a really long time and then it gets to like half eight nearly nine o'clock and I'm like okay I, I want to go to bed now and he's like oh I need a shower and I'm like oh, okay go get a shower then then he takes a really long shower and it just got to the point where it was like what's the point of me going to bed now like you've taken so long to do all of this stuff yeah the, you know this is the agreement we have and then also I came on my period and I think that has a lot to do with it my hormones are like yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. so I was like there's no point I'm just gonna do the whole night be myself so I just stayed up and did it all myself just kind of as as like a, a, a point, a point. Yeah. And then bless him. Yesterday he came home and he was really attentive and stopped cooking his dinner halfway through to feed the baby and then continued later. And then I went to bed <laughs> and he didn't wake. I didn't wake up till five in the morning and I rushed into the living room and I was like, oh, my God, why didn't you wake me? And he's like, I just wanted you to get some sleep. And I was like, oh, so that's me. Yeah. And then Jarvis took a massive poo. And then you like, were like, thank Jarvis, you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't so want to didn't... clear the poo. No, he, and he's been struggling with his poo. He he grunts and goes really red when he poos, which is, we spoke to the doctor about it. It's really normal because he's really like, <laughs> like you, it's it's quite embarrassing when you're in public and this baby's just bright red, like, Meh. but his poo has been, I don't know if any other mums out there know, but he has really dark green poo because he's a formula fed baby and he has a lot of iron in his formula. So it changes the color of the poo, but he's been really clayey recently. So I think it's been hard for him to push out. So we put some, we've got some, baby probiotics and we put half a pouch in and then I have the other half and um now he's he's he was a lot better 
and it looks like breast milk it's uh breast milk poo because it's really seedy and a, like a light color now and sometimes it can be combination but i think it's definitely the formula i have is the closest to breast milk you can get and um i actually find it i re really want to research and find out some um information about breastfeeding and formula feeding because you know when i came around to your house the other day and your husband was just having a conversation with me and he asked me like oh are you breastfeeding formula feeding i said no i'm formula he went oh yeah good you know um, and I kind of started to explain myself. He went, you don't need to explain yourself. He's like, it's, it's up it's to you, like, no judgment. Yeah. I really do feel like formulas aren't as bad as people make out. And this whole but breast it's is not best bad. thing. It's not I bad. think this whole breast is best um, is such a dated comment because like we said before, we were having a chat, like formulas back in the day, they weren't as good as they are now. But also, And I really want to know the argument of, is breast really best? I think I we know. should delve into it. Yes. Um, it's a very touchy subject because I people know. are going to get upset, um, especially uh, moms that are very pro-breastfeeding. Um, mm -hmm. But I, don't, I, was, I said this to you the other day. My mom said this to me too when I gave birth. She was like, most of the people who could afford formula – are the rich people back then when she was, you know, um, becoming a mom. That was mm. in the 1991. And she was like, it's something that you are proud to be like, oh, my baby is formula fed because people couldn't afford it. It's more to do with like, oh, if you have money, then you can get the best milk because formula has all the stuff that's in there. I mean... Yeah, yeah. And you don't have to worry about the amount that they're eating. I'm not saying it's better than breasts. I get the whole connection thing. I know there's a lot of breast uh, pro people out there like breastfeeding. I get that. And I'm I'm not, because I didn't choose it, I'm not like trying to hinder it or say that it's like a bad thing. But I know a lot of the mummies that I met at my mummy group have had really similar issues to the ones that I have had and they do breastfeed whereas I, when I was in my mummy clinic they were like oh if you breastfeed maybe this wouldn't be a problem but I also know that the people who were breastfeeding have the same problems or sometimes worse than what I was going through and I was like oh god that must be really difficult for them I'd really like to know the research on it up-to-date research because this whole bonding the baby latches on all of this sort of thing like how much of that what I want to know more about I think it. I don't know anything about it. Yeah, I did do some research. I think it's good for the mom too because it releases a hormone in your brain, mm -hmm. in the mom's mm -hmm. brain. And it also is good for your baby. But they do say things like your baby doesn't need to be burped as much, that they don't drink as much air because it's not um, bottle-fed. But, you know... Jarvis doesn't need to be burped either. He, You sit him up, he burps. But he has reflux, you know, so most babies who are breastfed usually don't. But boys, no, boys see, have more reflux. And, oh, and yeah, this is see, something... Because my friend who's breastfeeding, has her baby has worse reflux than mine. Because but boys usually have colic, and it's very prone in boys, and it's not to do with breastfed. But if you do breastfeed, is a boy, it yeah. is... It is better for the baby if they have colic because it reduces the colic side effects. But I breastfed and my baby had no issues until I bottle fed. And when I started bottle right. feeding, I bottle fed breast milk. Kira had such bad acid reflux and such bad gas in her stomach yeah. that it just made things so bad for me. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's harder. It. Yeah. It was so bad. And I did not have this the first 
four months of her life because I was breastfeeding. So I didn't have the issues of the grunting and the pain and the massaging of the stomach because she really struggled. Like she would not want to be on her back because when you're lying down on your back, it makes it worse, right? The Yes. But yes. before that, I could lay her down. I could leave her and it was fine. Even lying at a slant, like I had no issues See, until and I started bottle feeding. That's what I'm struggling with. Yes. So, so people keep saying to me, like, why don't you put your baby down? Put your baby down. I'm like, oh, I can't. If I put him down, he's in pain. It's not like, oh, let him cry. Oh, you're too nice to your baby. It's like, I'm not putting him down so he's in pain. Like, he's he'll gonna lie <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I went into your daughter's bedroom to show him the lights that she has in there, you know, the, yeah, yeah, the space yeah, yeah. lights. And um, she was like, she was so sweet. She was like, you can put him on my bed um, so he could look at the lights. And I just went, I can't care her. And she was like, why? And I was like, he'll throw up. And she was like, oh. I was like, and we don't want that on your bed. She was like, no. Um, and not even that, even if he doesn't throw up, he's uncomfortable. Like he thrashes around. Like <laughs> and it's not him. Yeah, he's just uncomfortable. So I know that takes a while and they have to build up the a mature system, right? But I'm really interested in it. Um, it could be a, could make for a really interesting debate. You Maybe breastfed, I bottle yeah. fed. Maybe we could get some mums on that are breastfed and bottle fed and an expert and do like a, a group. Um, we can get like a lactation sort of doctor or something and see if um, she has anything to, you know, add to it. But like you said, Scientist. I think... Yes, like I like you said, I I just think um if I had formula fed from the beginning, I think I would have had the same issues as what I was having when I was breastfeeding. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. it took a long like I did not have that amazing wow she just latches every time and it was like not stressful. I stressed the whole entire time I was breastfeeding, and I saw other moms that it looked so natural. Like I have friends who did breastfeeding and still carried on breastfeeding at two years old so you know, know someone in england that's breastfeeding at four years old yeah it's you know it's too sometimes it's to do with the mom she can't let she's go lost all her hair oh and like looks really tired like she's got really <laughs> she's really balding and um is really tired and i just think again that's great she needs each of their own. These are no judgments. If anyone's listening, like this is not a judgment. It's just curiosity because I really feel like a lot of the knowledge that we know nowadays can be very dated. Mm. And what if we really speak to like the top of the top scientists, what do they really think? You I know, don't think there's lot... any difference. I just think it's to do yeah. with the mom. I, I think that, yes, formula your baby gets every nutrients everything right but mm. i did see an article the other day that it was quite scary the woman gave her baby formula and the baby died but i didn't read the full article i just saw like the headline but sometimes Maybe those allergy yeah but also those headlines can be deceiving because sometimes they say that and then you read the whole thing and then it's not anything to do with the formula or or whatever like the baby had something but you know, they are. There was a time where in China they were making for they had to get all the formula back because there was like some contamination with the milk. So there yeah. are risks, but yeah, it's very rare. And I did both. Like I did breast, and then I couldn't take it anymore, and I did formula. And actually, for me even though other parents will maybe not agree, it was easier. I, I don't mind carrying a whole lot of stuff with me and taking it to people's mm -hmm. homes and making it. Um, but I was more stressed because I would leave and because I was pumping, 
and Kira wouldn't latch well, I would really dread the time that I had to, oh, it's time for the feed. I was worried, like, will it go smooth? Will it not go smooth? Will she drink enough? And then am I going to need to, like, go home and pump? And you can't really take the pumps with you. I had a hand pump, but it just yeah, that was I a... Yeah, I couldn't relate. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a more I can relate to thing. that. Not, not... um all of it but the how's the feed gonna go because when I take him out in front of people and I feed him for some reason so far he's been a really good feeder out and about and he eats more but I always worry like oh no here we go um is he gonna do the whole reflux body thing where he's like (laughs) and then he goes all crazy and then he projectile vomits like the exorcist and it's just like oh god but you have Um, to remember that's natural like yeah so normal it's not that I think I think I'm really irritable right now and I'm so fed up at people telling me about my baby when it's like I already know I've already seeked professional advice been to the doctors I'm really fed up at people telling me my baby's cold yeah. my baby's not cold stop <laughs> telling me my baby's cold any of you listening out there and you see me never tell me my baby's cold okay <laughs> I'll get his little finger and I'll stick it up at you because he is not cold He's warm. It's so sweaty. Going, oh my god, he gets so sweaty. He gets so warm. I went round to Colin's Amar's house and they started wrapping them up in coats. I was like, no, he's fine. He's not cold. Check the back of his neck. He's fine. Um, today I'm going out for a family meal. It's uh, some co- someone in Colin's family got married, and it's not like a formal wedding. It's just at a restaurant, so I know there's going to be aircon there. So Cheryl lovingly bought some nice little outfits back from South Africa for him, and there's one onesie in there actually that's long and it um it's grey. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to put him in that, and I'm going to put um a long sleeved onesie and, on underneath. underneath, and then I can just take that onesie up yes. if he gets. To- yeah 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 yeah. i think um, that's such a good idea because i shouldn't succumb to other people but sometimes you need to give yourself a mental break and if they see him with long sleeves and long legs they'll just shut up and i can't be asked with it right now but also really annoying this is what i was saying to you you know people will give you their advice they're trying to help they don't realize that they're being judgmental because it comes off as judgmental to me when people used to tell me hey don't do this don't do that but mm. you know i've realized now that i do it too when i see something and i try to hold myself back because i'm like oh my gosh i'm coming off so judgmental or so like a know it all right um so i did say to you like oh my gosh people are going to give you advice and they don't care if you want it or not so i've just learned to just be like okay thank you you know and just i don't on. mind that actually if you say to me oh the formulas are too hot too cold oh um he needs to be held like this or help me that's fine but if you help me and then i tell you oh we do it this way because of this yeah yeah, yeah. and then you continue to tell me that's when it's annoying mm. so when his family even the neighbors commented on his family whatsapp um well they're building like building line sorry the line group saying oh we saw Colin with his baby um they didn't wrap him up the baby must be cold that even people in a building that we don't even live in are talking about us um now I've explained to them many a times babies run hotter than we do yeah okay my baby also has very white skin okay at the moment I'm hoping it gets darker I really hope (laughs) at the moment his skin is very fair like mine now I run hot. If you get fair skin really hot, it will rash. Mm-hmm. It will get irritable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe Asian skin also, but I can only tell you from my po- point of view, from the skin that I have that yes. he also has. 
Now, when I was at Uedza Junction, he constantly had rashes and irritable skin and diaper rash. Okay. And they did their best. I'm not saying they didn't, but I brought him home. I don't wrap him as much as they did. I keep him nice and cool. His skin is so good now. And he's never once had diaper rash with me. I think okay, it so is because people, like I told you, when you showed me that, I was like, cat, that does not look like he has, I didn't want to say this, but I was like, I don't think it's sensitive skin. I think it's mm. heat rash. And I and I yeah, said this to you rash. because yeah. I was like, I sent you a picture of Kira and she had like mm -hmm. all that stuff. And I said that I was wrapping her because people kept telling me, and as a new mom, you, you, you're so worried you're going to mess up. So you listen to everyone's advice that they give you. And I was wrapping her so much that when I took her to a doctor for a checkup, and it wasn't even a doctor that I go for vaccination. I'm not saying doctors are not doing their jobs. What I'm saying is I took her to one because she was having the acid reflux. And he said to me in Chinese, do you see this on her face? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's, it's baby acne. And he was like, no, this is heat rash. He's like, mommy, you don't need to wrap your baby. And he said to me, if you are cold, one layer. If you are hot, you take off a layer because your baby is probably hotter because you it's yeah. constantly on you. And he was like, this is, it's all heat rash. It will go away if you stop wrapping her. And it went away and she looked like a beautiful child. And that's all we have time for today. Join us on Thursday for part two of this podcast. Bye. Bye.